Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show with pastor and author Joe Schimmel, bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you will not hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he commanded in Ephesians 5.11. God states in his word that he would rise up ministries in the last days to do mighty exploits that would turn many to righteousness. Now here with vital insights from God's word is pastor and author Joe Schimmel. Praise the Lord, folks. Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, where we learn to discern the difference between good and evil, light and darkness, right and wrong, and understand the times in which we live in in light of God's Word, His prophetic Word. Uh, the Scriptures tell us that in the end times, the world would get really bad. In fact, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, we're told that in the last days, terrible times would come, perilous times, if you read in the King James Version, and that men would be lovers of self and so forth. And without storge, it says without love, the Greek word there is storge, it means Without family love, it's a Greek word for family, there'd be a breakdown in the family. And right now we see that uh, there's a radical agenda afoot in the media uh, whereby traditional marriage and values are under assault. Uh, even marriage itself is being redefined as being between being between two men as well as a man and a woman or, or two women. And it's interesting because Jesus said that in the days before he'd re- return, that wickedness would increase and the love of many would grow cold. And he stated that it would be like the days of Lot in Sodom. And when you go and read the story of Lot, you see that uh, Sodom had been homosexualized and uh, men from every quarter had come and rebuked Lot and said, who are you uh, to make yourself judge over us? And they wanted the uh, angels who had appeared in the form of men that were in Lot's care in his house, whom Lot was showing hospitality to. Jesus also said it would be like the days of Noah, uh, where we read in Genesis 6 that the thoughts of men were wicked continually. And we read in Romans chapter 1 of that period of time where Paul said the world was given over uh, to homosexuality, and he stated that they were without storge, without family love at the end of that passage. Quite interesting insights we get from Scripture on the days in which we live if we just open our eyes and study it together. But it's interesting, right now we're fighting against an agenda. Uh, The Gay Manifesto uh, declares that one of the objectives is the destruction of the American family as we know it when you really look at what it's saying. It's kind of interesting because right now, uh, before our very eyes, there's a huge agenda afoot in film, in children's programming, and it's interesting they use the term programming because it's basically uh, kids are being programmed in mass by the millions to accept this agenda and to reject the God of Scripture and the ways of our holy and righteous God, the creator of all things. Uh, it's interesting, I was at a meeting uh, not too long ago uh, with a few brothers, and uh, in the background at the restaurant we were at having uh, lunch and a lunch meeting, uh, the Nickelodeon was on. And one of them said, oh, man. And there was a couple teenagers uh, kissing, making out. And it was same sex. And I thought, we thought, oh, it's you know, amazing. There's you know, Disney's propaganda again. And if you watch the NFL draft, you, uh, ESPN, also owned by Disney, interestingly enough, uh, you know, they made a big deal out of, you don't typically see, you know, a husband kiss his wife when he's drafted even, but here they, uh, you know, showed uh, Michael Sam smooching with his uh, his gay partner and uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, was doing a program as well that's been postponed for a little while, uh, doing a whole show around Michael Sam as the first uh, uh, homosexual, openly homosexual player drafted in the NFL. 
NFL. I'm not against NFL uh, players who are homosexual being drafted in the NFL. My concern is that there's a huge, huge agenda afoot to get everybody to accept and see things uh, the way many in the homosexual community want to see them and many in the Hollywood elite. And you're going to be blown away in regard to what I'm about to share with you. Uh, you're, you know, just... It's going to be hard to believe, but uh, just movies coming out right now that are out this weekend, that just came out this weekend, uh, the new X-Men movie. The new X-Men movie, you know, superheroes of mutants that find out in their adolescence that they've been gifted with these incredible superpower strengths and, and typically often become heroes, uh, huge with the young people and many adults. It's one of the biggest superhero movies or series is ever done and it's incredible because it's full of gay propaganda and i know people are say oh man you're just being a conspiratist and what have you no the evidence is right there in fact i'm going to quote uh quote 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 i'm actually play clips from the directors and what have you of of x-men that this is actually uh, uh propaganda uh, and it's amazing when you really look at it because also a new, another movie that just came out, the highly anticipated How to Train uh, Your Dragon Part 2, uh, the sequel to the first one, uh, well, guess what? Full of gate propaganda as well. And most people don't like to be exploited. Most people don't like to be manipulated. Yet millions of people are being manipulated and exploited by Hollywood. And it's interesting that we're finding out there's new revelations that have come about that uh, there's a bunch of gay pedophiles, it appears, that are running Hollywood. In fact, Brian Singer, who uh, first hit you know, the directing scene with his big hit, uh, The Usual Suspects, allegedly met accuser Michael Egan when Egan was 15. This just happened a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, where Michael Egan sued him in court and Michael, uh, I'm sorry, Brian Singer is the X-Men director, okay? He's the one that's directed most of the X-Men series. And Michael Egan, well, I'm just going to play a clip of Michael Egan with, you know, 30 microphones shoved in his face as he recounts what happened to him, uh, allegedly at the hands of, of Brian Singer and other Hollywood pedophiles who are, who are, many of them, he claims, running Hollywood. Had me over to the house. Um, of where these perpetrators in this ring kind of uh, basically started. They pull me away for their uh, threat sessions and um, tell me they have gaydar, they have this. At the end of the day, if you don't keep the members of this group happy, we control Hollywood, um, we can eliminate you, we will eliminate you. Um, threat after threat after threat. At the house it was I mean, I've had drugs um, put in drinks. I had liquor poured down my throat um, from being um, where there were rules in the house of no swimsuits, no clothes out by the pool area. I was raped numerous times in that house by numerous individuals, um, various types of sexual abuse all throughout that house. Um, it was just something they, that you were like a piece of meat to these people. And they, they just, they'd pass you around between them. It was, if, if I could define what that house was, it's evil. Out of that, that the X-Men director, Brian Singer, not only allegedly, you know, raped the 15-year-old boy and others, along with other Hollywood elite pedophiles, uh, the court document states, quote, Singer flagrantly disregarded plaintiff's unwillingness to submit and forced plaintiff's head under water to make plaintiff perform oral sex upon him. When plaintiff pulled his head out of the water in order to breathe, defendant Singer demanded that he continue, which plaintiff refused. Uh, the suit went on, quote, defendant Singer then forced plaintiff to continue performing oral sex upon him outside the pool and subsequently forcibly sodomized plaintiff. 
Now, what's incredible about this is the timing because just days or so prior to uh, Brian Singer being taken to court uh, for alleged, uh, you know, molestation of would-be child actors, uh, another very, very popular uh, actor, a child actor by the name of Corey Feldman, who was in, you know, commercials, McDonald commercials from the age of three and, and many, many movies, he came out and told Nightline that he too, that he was uh, uh, molested uh, by Hollywood elite pedophiles who run Hollywood and that he actually says, and you'll hear it, the biggest problem in Hollywood for child actors is these Hollywood pedophiles. I can tell you that the number one problem in Hollywood was and is and always will be pedophilia. That's the biggest problem for children in this industry. The casting couch even applies to children. Oh, yeah. Not in the same way. It's all done under the radar. Nobody talks about pedophilia. It's the big secret. And it's widespread? Oh, yeah. I was surrounded by them when I was 14 years old. Surrounded. Literally. Didn't even know it. It wasn't until I was old enough to realize what they were and what they wanted and what they were about and the types of people that were surrounding me till I went, oh, my God, they were everywhere like vultures. There's one person to blame in the death of Corey Haim, and that person happens to be a Hollywood mogul. And that person needs to be exposed, but unfortunately I can't be the one to do it. But the person that knows who did it and knows who he is, is watching right now, I guarantee you. Hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. There was a circle of older men that surrounded themselves around this group of kids. Hmm. And they all had either their own power or connections to great power in the entertainment industry. Well, certainly not all homosexuals prey on the young, and many of them would be as repulsed as, as heterosexuals. Many of Hollywood elite evidently do. And as tragic and disgusting as all of this is, uh, the reality is even worse when we realize that the gay Hollywood elite, uh, not only many of them molesting children apparently, but according to the testimonies of child actors, they're targeting child actors. But I want to add something to that that I think is far more subtle, but way bigger. Way bigger than that. The fact that these X-Men and these Hollywood you know, directors and the Hollywood elite that are in homosexuality and pedophilia, they're not just targeting the actors as sad as that is, but they're making the movies, folks, whereby they're propagandizing their agenda to millions of children through popular movies like the X-Men series that's out right now that just came out, another X-Men installment. In fact, gay author Marshall Kirk and Hunter Madsen, a Harvard-trained specialist in public persuasion tactics, who is also gay, wrote a book entitled After the Ball, okay? And in this book, they talk about desensitizing the public against uh, any feelings against homosexual behavior as being unnatural. They talk about jamming. They have the, the, these different ways to propagandize and basically shove the gay agenda down our throats. Well, it's interesting, in that book, After the Ball, uh, they recount a 1988 meeting where gay leaders in Virginia, Warrington, Virginia, came together to consent on points of the gay agenda. And Kirk and Madsen... Uh, they said one of their main tactics of subversion was, quote, to portray gays as victims of circumstance and oppression, not as aggressive challengers. Gays must be portrayed as victims in need of protection so that the straights will be inclined by reflex to assume the role of protector. So the idea of this propaganda is to get gays to stop or to get non-gays to stop thinking about, hey, what is right and wrong behavior sexually? 
how did God make us? Uh, which what two bodies complement each other and produce life? You know, obviously the obvious answers are you know uh, heterosexual union between male and female. But rather to get them thinking, oh, we have to protect protect the gay movement and allow it to flourish at the hands of duped heterosexuals. Now it's interesting because this appears to be the very agenda behind alleged uh, pedophile Brian Singer, the director of the X Men series, and what he's been doing with X Men movies by portraying an uh, analogy uh, X Men as you know analogous to being gay and not being accepted by society and that we need to recognize that they're actually heroic. In fact, mutancy and, and the latent superpowers that come out during adolescence uh, in the X-Men movies, therefore the term mutant becomes not only analogous, but basically a code word for gay or homosexual. In fact, I quote gay screenwriter Dan Harris, who wrote the screenplay for X2 with gay screenwriter Michael Doherty who sees X-Men mutancy and X-Men struggles for acceptance in society as analogous to the quest to see homosexuality accepted as normative. Quote, it's become more a metaphor for sexual identity and orientation because it's more appropriate to look at a person and have to say, are you a mutant? You can't always look at a person and know that they're a mutant, just like you can't look at a person and know that they're gay. End quote. Well, folks, this goes much deeper, as deep as it's already gotten, and we're going to hear from more X-Men writers and the director, Brian Singer himself, about the gay agenda propagated through the X-Men movies. Uh, and, well, right after this break, we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to The Good Fight Radio Show with pastor and author Joe Schimmel, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how they relate to family, culture, and the church. If you'd like to learn more about our life-changing resources, such as They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll and The Submerging Church, check out our website at goodfightradio.org. Well, folks, we've been looking at the gay agenda in Hollywood and how uh, our nation is being changed before our very eyes, uh, much because of the mass entertainment of the gay agenda uh, propagated by gay homosexuals and pedophiles in Hollywood. We've been talking about Brian Singer, the director of X-Men, and how he uh, has allegedly, well, he was actually sued for uh, allegedly uh, molesting and raping a 15-year-old uh, boy at the time and uh, who was molested by several of the elite in uh, in gay Hollywood at a casino mansion, allegedly. And the, the, the young man shares that, you know what, this happened, and, and Singer said that we run Hollywood. Us guys, you know, the guys that were raping him. And it's interesting, uh, top of the show, we actually heard a clip of Corey Feldman, the big kid actor who told Nightline uh, prior to that that uh, he was repeatedly molested as well and, and that the biggest problem that child actors face is the pedophiles in Hollywood. This is crazy stuff, folks. This is uh, It's amazing that this is not in the news more because uh, this is, is huge news. But of course it's not in the news because who runs the news? Who runs the media? We're talking about the media. Well, Zach Stance is another X-Men first-class screenwriter. And on his Facebook, he says that all the allegory stuff about gay rights, he says, quote, it was put in there on purpose. In X-Men First Class, by the way, uh, one of the X-Men's strange superpowers are found out uh, by a colleague. And he's asked, you know, how we got away with it. And he said, well, they didn't ask and I didn't tell an obvious reference to uh, the former U.S. policy in the military regarding gays in the military. Uh, it's interesting because homosexual leader uh, William Ernest, in his article, Making Gay Sense of X-Men, admitted that, quote, Singer and his screenwriters equipped X-Men and X-2 with the rhetorical stealth needed to fly below the gaydar of many critics and audience members, end quote. Folks, they know what they're doing. 
They're doing it on purpose. Uh, they're laughing in the sidelines that Americans are so gullible to just allow this stuff to be shoved down their throats uh, and just go to these movies anyway. Uh, it's interesting because Singer stated in an interview, the director of X-Men, uh, who we just mentioned was uh, sued for allegedly molesting a, a, a young guy, uh, he told uh, BBC in an interview that Mutant was a stand-up for gay. Let's listen to this. They exist in movies that aren't seen by the select few or the critic elite. They're seen by tens of millions of people because they are those kinds of movies. For goodness sake, there's a coming out scene in X-Men 2. That movie's you know, probably in its scope is made on, with the video and all that over, you know, close to a billion dollars and, and seen by millions and millions and millions of people and it's got a coming out scene in it. So, uh, when did you first know you were a... A mutant? Uh, you have to understand, we thought Bobby was going to a school for the gifted. Bobby is gifted. We know that. We just didn't realize we he was... We still love you, Bobby. It's just this mutant problem is a little... What mutant problem? Complicated. X-Men director Brian Singer recruited openly gay activist, actor Ian McKellen. Uh, you know probably from Gandalf in uh, The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. And McKellen stated that, quote, I think he expected that I was going to consider it a not posh enough job. Uh, but McKellen says, uh, goes on to say that when he found out it was about lesbian, gay, bisexual, gender, transgender people, quote, I thought he was right. Uh, it's amazing because Ian McKellen, uh, he's very much uh, opposed to uh, the message of God's word in the Bible uh, and a very strong pro-homosexual activist. Well, McKellen states that whenever he goes to a hotel, he'll find a Gideon Bible and he'll purposely go uh, to where the scriptures speak against homosexuality uh, in the Gideon Bible and he'll tear that page out of the Bible. So Ian McKellen, he's the one that when he stays in hotels, rips the part of the Bible out that criticizes homosexuality. Yes, it is true. It, it's Leviticus 18.22 that I object to. Or is it 22.18? I've always got to look it up. Uh, I shall not lie with a man as with a woman. It is an abomination. Well, the truth be known, Ian McKellen will be turning a lot more pages out of the Bible than just the passage in Leviticus 18. The scriptures uh, warn against homosexual practices in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10, stating that those who practice homosexuality, along with fornication and adultery and all those other things uh, that many people are accepting now, even in uh, the church, uh, will not inherit God's kingdom. Paul says, don't be deceived. It's a deception. We also read about the book of Jude, uh, Romans chapter 1, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, other passages in the Old Testament as well. Ian McKellen also stated, quote, whenever I stay at a hotel, I always check to see if they have a Gideon Bible. And if they do, I tear out a page. I turn to Leviticus 18.22 and rip out that page, which is directed against homosexuals. He says a little further down, I think by now I must have ripped out a few hundred. What's interesting about uh, the X-Men series propagating the gay agenda is it not, it's not just trying to make homosexuality acceptable. It's actually showing homosexuality to be superior to heterosexuality because the X-Men have superpowers that are beyond other humans. And it's all, as though homosexuals are evolving into a higher type of human being. It's just rank propaganda, folks. It's interesting, though, because uh, the X-Men series is based on genetics. And Francis Collins, who is was the head of the Human Genome Project, uh, and also he's the Obama-appointed director of the National Institute of Health, uh, he states in his writings that there is no genetic evidence at all uh, that homosexuality is genetically hardwired or biologically predetermined. Uh, that's a myth, folks. Just check out the science. 
Uh, it's interesting, too, because there's definitely an agenda afoot. Homosexual activist Michael Swift uh, flaunted gay aspirations in the gay community news piece entitled Gay Revolutionary as he envisioned a gay utopia where he said, we shall sodomize your sons, emblems of your feeble masculinity, of your shallow dreams and vulgar lies. We shall seduce them in your schools, in your youth groups, and in your movie theater bathrooms. Wherever men are men together, your sons will become our minions and do our bidding. They will be recast in our image. They will come to crave and adore us, end quote. And certainly X-Men by showing uh, X-Men to be analogous to homosexuality and superior to other human beings are definitely seeking to portray uh, homosexuality as not only just acceptable, but homosexuals as being the heroic people in the human race. Uh, folks, this is heartbreaking when you see what's going on here. Jesus Christ said that in the beginning, God made them male and female, and the two would become one flesh man and a woman, two becoming one flesh. And throughout his word, uh, he reveals to us that aberration, sexual aberrations, whether they're adulterous, uh, fornication, uh, bestiality, uh, homosexuality, whatever, uh, it's not God's will for our lives. Uh, God loves us. He loves each and every human being. Uh, Jesus died for homosexuals to set them free as much as he did every other sinner. all kinds of people struggle with all kinds of sins. We're all sinners. We all need the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to be transformed and become new creatures where we no longer practice sin, but we walk in righteousness. And I just want to encourage you, if you're listening, if you're struggling with temptations, and that's what they are, uh, whether it's for adultery or uh, you know fornication or homosexuality, the victory is found in Jesus Christ. He paid for our sins so we would be set free uh, from the guilt and the condemnation of sin when he died on the cross. He rose again and conquered death, and he gives us the power his Holy Spirit to overcome sexual temptation and to live the lives that God called us to live. I encourage you to seek Jesus. Uh, You can look at our X-Men article on goodfight.org. And next week we'll conclude our uh, study on the current movies that are out and the homosexual agenda by looking a little bit more at X-Men, looking at uh, the satanic agenda behind this as well, and also looking at How to Train Your Dragon, Part 2, which just came out, and the homosexual agenda that's being propagated through that movie as well. Uh, We want to encourage you to go to goodfight.org where you'll find some of the most important and mind-blowing material you'll ever see on the internet regarding what's going on in light of what the Bible talks about regarding the future and how to know Jesus and understanding the big picture. Until then, we want to thank you for joining on the Good Fight Radio Show. I want to encourage you to press on to know Jesus and to make him known. Until next time, may God richly bless you. You've been listening to pastor and author Joe Schimmel on the Good Fight Radio Show. To learn more about Good Fight Ministries, please visit goodfightradio.org where we feature many eye-popping and life-changing resources on DVD and CD as well as an archive of previously aired shows. You can visit our podcast page at goodfightradio.org to find many of Pastor Joe's full Sunday morning teachings. If you've been blessed by this show and would like to share this blessing with others, you can help support our ministry by visiting our donate page also at goodfightradio.org. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We thank you for tuning in. Join us next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.
Is it true that Satan is working behind the scenes in pop culture and music, influencing our families? I'm glad you're influenced by us. Do you need drugs? Go home and smoke something. They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll reveals rare footage that MTV and VH1 would dare not show you. Listen, if you're ever going to commit a crime, you should do it now because you're still a minor. And I'm influencing your children. They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll is one of many resources offered by Pastor Joe Schimmel and Good Fight Ministries used to equip parents, educators, pastors, and various ministry leaders around the world with vital information needed to safeguard youth and adults alike from the overwhelming draw of society's destructive influences. Pick up your copy of They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll today by visiting www.goodfight.org. They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll is the presentation you can't afford to miss. And I'm influencing your children, 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 children.